Previously on Fantastic Worlds podcast. It it has no con. <laughs> mm. Right. It's right, a right, con. Right. It's a construct. <laughs> it was going to be difficult. <laughs> it is this creature's turn. Uh, and there is pretty much only one person in front of him that he is going to. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah. What's up, girl? <laughs> what's up, girl? Hey, girl. <laughs> We are powerful, and so we are scary, but also everything else is way scarier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, and yes. it happened. I feel like the shift happens so quickly. 172 points of damage. Okay. Damn. Yes. scary that you can do that. That's so much damage, bro. So, here's the funny thing is this creature, to start with, had 129 hit points. So, if Bionni would have rolled this at the beginning. Yeah, this would have uh, been no combat. <laughs> This combat would have been done way sooner. That's a problem with these APs. They are not well laid out sometimes. I I sometimes wonder why they lay them out the way they do. I I don't understand. Like because it's easier to write that way. I, oh. I yeah, and I feel like they're also following the tradition of what's already been done. But it's mm. like you know, you can also change it and make it better, guys. Yeah, like when <laughs> it's I, PDFs. I, I, why don't they make it clickable? Like right. the. I yes. didn't feel your pain until I the put fuck? together the uh, <laughs> I, was it freedom from wishes? Yeah, that was just organizing the things where it's like, oh, they're reading the letter. Let me click this letter icon, and it redirects me to what the letter says. I would gladly pay a five dollar <laughs> yes. surplus to have a clickable yes. like scenario, like everything organized like that. Well, like oh, they seem to be taking this path, like this narrative path, like click. Doesn't take that long. I know. Paizo, I will do your admin. It will take me 45 minutes per PDF <laughs> and we'll be fucking done. I know. You could even do it in Word where it when you convert it to PDF. It it retains yes, super no. It's just I don't get yeah, I, I don't because get it. Because I, I would do it just because at that point you're able to I would I that's a good way to justify it being Abrasing your cost to your PDFs mm-hmm. for yes. making more money. I mean, if you wanted to say that, like, you could offer the non clickable link version for one price and exactly. then the hyperlinked version for a $5 exactly. surplus. I would pay that $5 surplus every goddamn time. So, so. just great business advice for Paizo. I love how before mm. we started recording, we were talking about like the Grand Bazaar we and how having awesome fun. it was. Oh, and then true. now that we're actually recording, <laughs> we're, we're like talking about business Whoops. tips for Paizo to increase their profit margin on their PDFs. Like, Right. That they'll never hear. <laughs> I was excited to talk about how I was like, I want to get elixirs of dragon breath and just have Bionni fly what and magic shoot items out of his we mouth. Get- <laughs> Angel, mm. what is the most favorite magical item you have ever created? What is the one that you like the most? Oh, goodness. Let's see. Not counting the... Uh, so a little background before I answer. I would use the the table rules where they would... Okay, it's this level at this caster level to like modify the prices cantrips were so cheap to just mass produce wondrous items and i think they found their way into the games where uh, some of my favorite to make were the cantrip ones like the spoon of flavor um 
you know, what was what, what with the spoon of flavor? Because it's been like a good hundred or so. It's episodes basically, it's like a prestidigitation based magic item that anything you eat with a spoon, you could control what flavor it is. So you could just have gruel and have it be delicious pudding mm. or a delicious flan. Um, God, so. that's the like ultimate weight loss tool right there. Like, <laughs> like I, mean, I like, want more gruel. Yeah, <laughs> give me nom, gruel. Nom, nom, it's so it's gonna taste like pop pepperoni pizza. <laughs> uh, the uh, I guess I had the um, the hair clips of style, right? They would, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, style yeah. your hair. Uh, so basically, the cantrip level ones, because again, they were they're handy. But if you're not a spellcaster that has access to these spells, I mean, think of mm. Pippa keeps her stuff looking hell of crisp all the time, no matter where, <laughs> always coated in blood, left and right by always quote quote. But you'll we, never we see a up. hair out of place, goddammit. Yeah, <laughs> we, get, we get cleaned up really nice. But if you're just the lay lay non-caster person, you got to take it off. You got to wash it. You got to polish it, right? Put the oils on. So those cantrip, for me, the cantrip ones are probably the funnest to put together. Um, but also the modern items. So when you're playing TTRPGs in a modern setting, then you can put in pop culture stuff. So in one of the games, so, you know, Dustin, you know, you played in, I would have um, hoodies manufactured and the hoodies would have, let's say they had a Spider-Man logo on it. You would have access to web and spider climb. Oh, that's if awesome. you had the Superman <laughs> hoodie, you'd get damage reduction and, uh, you know, strength enhancement. So those kind of items where you can kind of put in that pop culture reference. Cause of course, most everybody gets those and they're fun fun to put together have always been my my favorite so i guess that's a cheap out of <laughs> it's too many i can't i can't even i can't even pick one i just love making them and i haven't made i haven't made a craft crafting character in such a long time i think i'm overdue for a, a wondrous item or magic item creation character because I would go all out. I'd have tables, Excel charts. So I'd put the level of the spell, the caster level, the effect. Is it void? You know, is it command activated? Is it just always activated? Does it have charges? All of that stuff, well, at least back in the day, used to affect the price. So I would just get down to making cool items that maybe just work twice, uh, you know, <laughs> twice a week. But, you know, I'd get more bang for my buck. Mm, yeah so sorry large answer there's just too many i i, I cannot pick one <laughs> all of i cannot them. pick one all the answer them. is all magic items are pretty fucking great so what we're saying is angel is next time angel has a t- chance to create another 2e character he's going to create an inventor because the inventor oh. just came out with in guns and gears yes. uh so you could invent is all that kinds their, of stuff. is that their jam making yeah. stuff yeah, I'm. Making I'm thinking I might stuff. multi-class Seleno into Inventor or something. <laughs> that just makes sense. <laughs> Which it just That'll it just seems fun. like the natural path for her. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? Do you have any magic uh, magic items? And the reason why I'm bringing this up because I was going over the Grand Bazaar book, and I have to say, if you like magic items and stories behind magic items, the Grand Bazaar book, uh, I I have to say, was a lot of fun to read. They have different <laughs> vendors and the stories behind them and why they make the magic items they do, and it was just a fantastic read. I just I love these little stories and these little reasons why X person makes x item uh it was great um i can't think of anything off the top of my head other than the wig of holding was hilarious to me uh i think the 
I I think the fucking the food is really funny. The 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 specific specificity they get into with these foods because they're like literally like little finger foods and they all do different stuff. Oh, so there's uh, so cool. hot pops, rotters, sizzlers, server stew, thrice fried mud wings, <laughs> um, and like for example, the hot pots, hot pops. Uh, you begin to sweat profusely after consuming the serving. When you unleash magic, you breathe out a blast of fire in a fifteen. <sighs> foot cone it's like oh, so sweet. it's like uh smash it's like super yeah smash. i love <laughs> <Because> that <laughs> that's awesome that's really funny <laughs> that is fun ew your breath smells of rotting garbage after you consume <laughs> 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 whose breath doesn't want to smell like rotting garbage after the yum delicious the raccoon feast well, if it does damage, I'll take I'll take you know <laughs> the social <laughs> damage as well. <laughs> <laughs> take the social. I'll take I, uh, the social damage to do extra damage, damage with so my spells. <laughs> do they have any of the grody stuff? I'm looking. I'm looking at the thirst notes, and a couple of episodes ago, I have its. Uh, all my notes say is flying super badly, keeping a triaxian arm for a snack. <laughs> Oh yeah, you did do that. So that's just an arm, arm in my That's what they need is the Abraxas edition, where it's the crow charcuterie board. I still need to draw that. Um, Oh my god, these days, but yeah, yeah, I need to know. Uh, Uh, This this is amazing. I'm just looking at fun and folly at the Fizzletons, and Angel knows this. Uh, I love buying marbles and caltrops for every mm -hmm. one of my characters, and this this like this store is literally different magical toys that are destructive, including magical marbles. And uh, (laughs) those are those would be a staple for you. Yes, uh, sneezing powder. Uh, Yeah, this is amazing. I am. I'm so excited. Oh He's yeah, there were a lot of cool powder things. Yeah. I remember I bought some some stuff, <laughs> some powders. Powders. Some dusts. There's a harmless doll. Oh yeah, the poppet. They added the poppet the race to to the to the Adventure of the Grand Bazaar so you can play a little yeah. you can play a little uh little doll if you want to. <laughs> uh, which isn't creepy at all. Oh, I love that. God, it's too bad this isn't too wee because definitely somebody or yeah, somebody would definitely play a poppet in this party eventually. (laughs) Don't Uh, say, don't say that. You're not allowed to die again. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm sure. Sign me up. (laughs) Another creepy doll. It always follows you. I haven't made any magical items in Pathfinder because I've never DM'd it. But I've made stuff in the Zelda TTRPG. Like <gasps> I created the Dominion Rod to be usable in the RPG, which was pretty cool. Oh, and nice. then I did like a whole Iron Chef Top Chef competition in order to get a soup ladle where you could create any liquid you wanted to three <gasps> times per day. And of course, my husband Clay got it. And he's like, "I'm going to have lava come out of it, and I'm going to have sulfuric acid, and I'm what? just going to throw it at people." And I was like, "Oh, this is." Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm all thinking the grandma's soup from the Wind nope. Waker. No, no. Clay was immediately like, "How can I kill people with this item?" <laughs> I think this says a lot about me that I was like, I would create pee for sure. And throw it <laughs> he he also was like, "Can I do like runny poop, like like yeah. bird poop?" Because yes. he could fly, so like he was like, "I want to just drop poop on people." What about you, Abby? I know you famously love shopping. 
Love shopping. Um, love spending a lot of time looking at endless lists of items that I can't tell which ones are would even. Okay, so so t- surprising no one. I think my favorite magic item is uh, the one that helps with inventory management. I love a bag of holding. That is my favorite magic item. It it, it negates the need for inventory management, which I hate in every single game I've ever played ever. Um, so, so a wig of holding is now my new favorite because that puts a really quirky, fun spin on my inventory management solution. So, oh, and the Migros Locker. The Migros Locker is a pretty damn cool, uh, magic item. I love it. It's, it is the most unique thing I have ever bumped into in any Mm -hmm. game. I adore it. That is such a weird thing to put in a game, and I think it's great. <laughs> I am so sad that has not made it to 2E yet in any way, shape, or form, because the Migros Locker is my favorite item, too. It's just so creepy and fun, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I love it's that. It's not even <laughs> that useful. Like, Argent- Argentea, like, in her before, like, pre- pre-Dragontea was not exactly a super useful thing, but it was weird and awesome. uh good old good times uh yeah no i i agree with you i actually yeah those are two two standards for me like the first things i have to get almost every time because i don't want to ever have to worry or think about it is a ring of sustenance Mm because i hate having to worry about having rations and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and uh and uh a bag of holding because i hate the word encumbrance and how it affects my character so (laughs) those two things are always the two (laughs) things that i always try to get rid of fast enough because i don't Mm want to manage any of that oh man but that's that's the thing like like with the, and this is getting into the weeds of, of just the rules of TTRPGs that I just like to ignore altogether and just not feature <laughs> them as a as an issue yeah, in the yeah. game. Like rations, remembering to buy rat whatever, hand wave it. I assume that you're all adults who would remember to buy food for yourself. Like the only right, the right. only way that it becomes relevant is if you're in a long term survival situation. You know, that's the only point where it's a relevant part of gameplay. Yes, you bought food, whatever. Let's not talk t- about it I ever again. About <laughs> porches as well. I'm like, most of the time, it, I, I highly doubt you're going to go to the fan, ye old fantasy shop and not pick up a few <laughs> freaking torches. If you forgot <laughs> to actually put it on your sheet, I don't care. Just I don't care. Whatever. There. You have torches. <laughs> After <fine>. the, <laughs> you got torches or a sunrod. Just take the gold oh away. God. It's fine. <laughs> The poppet, you can just be a form with four legs instead of two. What? <gasps> yeah, because they're construct. So mm-hmm. it's constructs. You're playing oh, a construct te- technically, so it can be lots. It can be any old shape you want. Oh boy, Patton's gonna throw boy. her soul into a poppet. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that'll present some interesting struggles <laughs> for reasons I won't tell you about. <laughs> if I was a poppet, I would play the creepy. Uh, combination doll spider that uh that was from the original toy story that Mm. sid made (laughs) yeah that's what that would be my (laughs) poppet ghost poppet well i feel the same as abby in that like obviously the kind of the this standard stuff that i like a bag of holding is is a wonderful thing it is one of the best items of all time but Mm -hmm. As far as Hall fun things, 
One of my favorite weird items is it's basically a chime of opening. However, it's not a chime of opening. It only has five uses because it is a severed hand that has keys for fingers. Oh, <laughs> my God. As a chime of opening. Yes, it. that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also love the Harrow deck of many things. I remember we were playing with that in my uh, Carrion Crown game. And that can get interesting and fun very fast. I am a sucker quite for bad. Deck of many things. I, however, <laughs> there was, there's a, there's a 3.5 version of deck of many things. And there's a modern version of deck of many things that is not near as like risky as the original deck of many things. And I like that riskier deck, much like we yeah, like our riskier critical the hits. Uh, <laughs> the point is that it's mm. risky. I swear yeah. I had an animal familiar. I think I might have been a druid that the owl pulled from yes. the deck and became like lord of all the owls because it was like, you have a kingdom. <laughs> it was like the owl lord. It was like, where the hell not? I think the game was just ending or something. It was like, yeah, yeah, my owl pulls from the deck. Why the hell not? <laughs> yeah, nothing ends a game faster than the deck of many things, too, because at that point, your character, so, like, if you have a bunch of good pulls, then all of a sudden you become really powerful, and it's just like the game just stops, like, being challenging. <laughs> or it, gets, it gets interesting. So, you know, just that hand reminds me of, and you know, it's in Harry Potter, and I remember when I was reading it. I had made this item when, again, it was younger. Big item creation. It was a severed hand where you put a light source in it. So it didn't matter. It was a candle, Ooh. torch, sunrod. The, the light it shed would only be visible by the person who owned the magic item. Ooh. So when I was reading the Harry Potter books, I think they called the What did they call it in the book? No, I can't the hand of glory i was like oh my god that's my magic item i was super <laughs> thrilled but also was like what's that but i think it's an actual lore too i think they're well th that's what i'm saying is because i because i remember reading that part in in harry potter too but i also i think i'd heard of it before just as in some mythology somewhere mm -hmm. they already come across the the concept of the hand of glory which uh it was so ooh, spooky it is so like. cool yeah no I, I i don't even remember what campaign it was and i'm sure i read a lot as a kid so i'm sure i came across it somewhere and it you know just left its imprint in my brain when i made it but i think we had a lot of folks with oh i can't remember i think it was one of those like light dependent ones just like the folks have to keep an eye on their encumbrance coin weight and all that stuff it was you know, make sure you have, nobody had dark vision, nobody had low light vision. So it, it was very much, make sure you have some sort of light source. And this was a nice, you know, F you to like, ah, this light source is just for me. Nobody can see it. <laughs> so too bad for you. That's good if you're the only person in a party that doesn't have dark vision. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and oh, then you can still go stealth. What was another yeah, one? Exactly. It was paint that you would, it was body paint. And if you had it on, it did didn't make you invisible unless you were being viewed by somebody that had dark vision. So it was oh, a really no. nice, like under dark thing because it wasn't Weird. that expensive because it was very, um, it was like, well, look, everybody could see you. It's not like you're invisible, but if somebody has dark vision, they can't perceive you. So it made it very cheap to huh. produce. Mm, um, that's cool. Yeah. It's like, it just, you're invisible, but only to dark vision, uh, people. So you on the surface, it's like, white. Yeah, it's like white. <laughs> yeah, basically <laughs> right white. <laughs> oh. Speaking of uh, strong magical items, in front of you lies the large body of an iron golem. 
beyond that door, the door that Pippa was able to figure out how to open, you hear the echoes of heavy footsteps heading your way. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm ready. I'm in my fighting stance. Just keeping an eye on the door. <laughs> oh, gods. I hope it's not another <laughs> construct creature as he's uh, holding his abdomen just uh, with his head back. The cramps oh. are getting pretty bad. In oh. fact, you know what? I'm going to Abraxas, while that's going on, he's going to be pulling out some herbs from his various pockets and is going to just start chewing on some <laughs> meadow sweet and white willow, you know, for the for the Pain for the cramps. Oh, <laughs> Bionni turns to everyone and he goes, oh, sub, sub minute. Uh, do you want me to s- slow them down? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, perhaps we should see who it is first. Oh, yeah. Like, non-physically, just, you know, give us a door. Like, they have to knock and say, who is it? Knock, knock. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> As you're saying that, Pascali shows up through the door. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh it's her. Never mind. We're good. <laughs> Uh, and, and behind her, at least a dozen heavily armed guards follow by the dragon's claw. I've never, never in a thousand years did I think I'd find what happened when somebody teleports near Spurhorn. Apparently, <laughs> it was at one point well defended and looks down at the iron golem. Also, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you for such a warm and inviting welcome. Mm-hmm. A little bow. <laughs> well, I it was it wasn't us that did that, uh, Braxis. I uh, apparently the Dranklins uh, thought it would be a funny joke to see what happens when a teleport cell ca- got ca- cast on one of our oh. or what they perceived as the, our allies. It was uh, well downright ooh. amusing, and we will be yeah. sure to return the favor. Oh yeah, we'll uh, we'll show them our brand of comedy. <laughs> we're very was, uh, funny people aren't we abraxas <laughs> oh yes well let's uh let's get you to your some guest rooms where and i can have our healers come and attend to your wounds and uh maybe even have some food prepared not maybe and have some food prepared oh <laughs> maybe if you're good we'll feed you oh. <laughs> are you That's a good boy abraxas are you a good boy <laughs> uh, uh i could eat <laughs> we can escort your room up but i Manette, I, I I think you may have to stay here. Um, I, I you don't fit through the oh, door. That, that works for me. <laughs> Maybe we could all. Push. I don't mind. <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't think that's going to work, bud. <laughs> we got we got a poo in the hole in the honeypot situation. If you tried, like oh. yeah. No, that's not necessary. I still have a little juice left in this thing. Pippa pats her her armband. And oh. one of the gems flashes as she touches Manette's uh, probably ankle is about what Pippa can reach <laughs> <laughs> on Manette. But she she touches her on the ankle and you resume your size that you had before you became a giant. Uh, actually, uh, what ends up happening is you end up being Pippa's size. Whoa. Oh, oh. wow. Is that you know, I was going to say. Yep. I was going to say. It's I I felt weird about becoming, you know, my usual size, my old size. I already feel more comfortable big, but this is an even bigger. Huh. Uh, I have never been this small in my life. Pippa I mean, is when I was staring a baby, at you. Maybe. 
right <laughs> she's staring at you dead in the eyes because you're the same height now and you can see that like her eyes are sparkling this is like <laughs> she minute, looks overjoyed she's like she's like oh this is the correct size for you i love it do you want to stay this size because i like it i can we can actually oh my goodness we can actually see each other and talk to each other on the same level I mean, as much as I th- I appreciate this size, and I do think it's a great size, Pippa. I really I love it and all. Uh, I feel extraordinarily weaker <laughs> than Bionic I get used to. <laughs> Bionic picks you up <laughs> and looks you straight into the eyes and just says, oh, "Do you want to ride in my baby Bjorn?" <laughs> yeah, you know what? Why the hell not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want frontsies or backsies? You don't want Argentina um, to be in your baby Bjorn? I oh, have two heads. Again. Please, please, don't. Oh, all right. I mean, it's, it's fine. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to mm. walk with with someone my own height for just a few. It's fine. It, and then Bionni, oh, for good measure, also picks up the head of the construct. Is like, oh, trophy. <laughs> um well you know i could walk i'll i'll, I'll walk you know it, what i'll walk instead i was just rolling not, with the pun I, i've I, never I just, been carried oh. before you know except when i was like very small and i don't really mm. remember no it's so. we'll have other opportunities it's oh, I, it's great i didn't actually <laughs> intend to shrink you down to this size uh, mm, but i must say it, it suits you you look great oh. you, <laughs> you look great at any size Mm-mm. And my hair starts like, flying down the passage. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Manette's hair would be like brushing the floor, by the way, because she has super long hair. So she's just, oh, God, tiny little Manette. That's so I love cute. it so much. Chibi Manette. Chibi Manette. This was my uh, f- having fun with the, remember, different planets have different magical rules. Yeah. Uh, so this I is thought that was just how Pippa's version of reduce person. <laughs> no, I mean, in her, in her ideal world, that would be how it worked all the time. <laughs> like in Pippa's ideal usage of the spell. Reduce so person she, would just bring people down to her level. Yeah, which I guess means she belongs on triaxis. <laughs> she like, she, like, oh, that's great. I'm just going to stay here with the dragons and the ability to make people the correct size. Mm. <laughs> oh lord, that's all, that's, all, that's all Pippa does from now on. Is she just she learns permanency and she learns reduce person and she just goes around and casts reduce person. I thought this is I will make the whole world time. halfling. I will <laughs> create my halfling kingdom. By using this, <laughs> like a weird serial killer, but you don't kill people; you just reduce <laughs> just them. make them short. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought the spell was a patented uh, Pippa's correct size. It wasn't a reduced yeah. person or correct item. It was <laughs> correct size. It was. It's the spell is called size correction. There we go. <laughs> 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 oh. oh goodness oh, boy. Would make my entire kingdom of short kings i need to try and sketch chibi minette at some point so, yes, Lollipop Guild? yes yes <laughs> well yes probably that would be about that's how it would end up probably the munchkin kingdom <laughs> we represent the lollipop, lollipop guild <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> Pascal goes. Oh, that solves the problem. Let's uh, 
the, uh, way to make short work of that problem there, Pippa. Uh, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, ooh, uh, oh God, let us get let's get <laughs> no. you to the, your your guest room. Uh, let's get, uh, shall we shall we move forward? Uh, y'all ready? Yep, let's do it. Let's y'all. go. I'm, I want to be out of this room with the crazy construct that we got teleported to. I don't like it. Don't care for it. Don't want to be here. You are escorted through a large lab labyrinthine fortress, and you realize that if not for the guidance of Biscali, you would probably have been lost. Uh, you figure this fortress is built out of the mountain range itself, and the, your hypothesis is verified when you realize that the tunnels you are walking in are carved out. They are not natural in any way. Uh, Biscali takes you to a large chamber door. Carved on the door, you see the imagery of uh, two large dragons, one black, one white, and their tails curve up to form uh, the, the, the handles of the door. This will be your quarters for the night. And she opens up the door and you see a lavish central chamber with several doors that ride off to separate rooms for each of you. You see another large set of doors on the other side that are opened up to what appears to be a large bathing pool. In the center of the room uh, are an assortment of pillows and a a table full of food and wine. I hope this will meet your needs for the night. Uh, The council will see you in the morning uh, as you must get their approval before you are allowed to wander within the area. Uh, So, I will be placing two guards at the door just until that approval is received. Uh, Biscali waves forward her hand and uh, two, two Triaxians walk forward. This is Ebhard and Hosey. They will tend to your wounds and any other needs you may have. Uh, unless you have any other questions, uh, I, I kind of have a need of my rest myself. It's been a very long day. Thank uh, you. Yeah. This, this is great. Uh, much appreciated, Biscali. Yes, it is the uh, nicest, <laughs> nicest cell I've ever been in. Head <laughs> straight for the wine. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to show you a picture of just how labyrinthine this place is. Woo! Place wow! Is. Holy Toledo! Woo, that is a lot of. That's a lot of. Stuff. Wow! It's a lot of rooms. I know yeah. me, Angel, as a person, would get super lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> this is awful. Uh, yeah, you should tr- you try tr- tr- you should try mapping it out at some point. <laughs> uh, Jeez. Uh, prep for this was a little big, so it is a little bit of a sandbox situation going on here. Uh, what do you all wish to do while you're sitting here? Uh, I think Minette is probably just like tending to her gear, doing you know maintenance on her special. Even though she doesn't need to, because it's like godly armor, she still keeps it clean for well it keeps itself clean but she checks it over and and stuff uh i keep forgetting it has that enchantment or whatever um but she does check it over kind of as a almost like a prayer type thing she's kind of like hey capri thanks for the gear (laughs) i'm i'm looking at it and i'm taking care yeah (laughs) exactly that's what i was just trying to think of uh uh cool uh and what uh, what else are y'all doing just you're just doing anything i imagine you guys are pretty beat up it, uh, even though you did technically wake up i i don't think it was probably a good like yeah you were knocked unconscious but you woke up in a very it's not like you were sleeping on a nice feathery mm. bed it no, wasn't not a restful, restful. Sleep. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um i mean you know pippa would definitely be very concerned making sure like that i'm Embra- that abraxas is doing okay mm-hmm. um 
because he, you know, got pretty, pretty banged, banged up. up. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the healer tends to your wounds quickly. Abrax says you're fully back up at your hit points in a technical term. Uh, your wounds have been soothed. Oh, well, he's still feeling pretty sore. So when he wakes up, he's back in man form and I'm picturing him off camera doing a couple of transformations and each of them just as rough as the first time. So he's got that in his mind. So he's, he's like full on like wild hair. He doesn't, he had usually at least combs it back a little bit and just like does that impromptu little bun on the top or, you know, just does a quick braid, but he's just letting it wild child. What is it? The, um, from freaking frozen on a, <laughs> the scene where she just wakes up, her hair's like all over the place. Mm. <laughs> he's just going to hit, hit the, hit the bath like really early he'll probably put together the very quickest of breakfast maybe he'll just if they have eggs beat a couple of eggs pour them over bread with his little ladle fry them a little bit leave the plates out for folks shove some in his face and just soak uh, <laughs> he's, he's feeling still pretty he's he feels really beat up in the inside even though he has no visible wounds and he's just soaking just <sighs> a little bit more antisocial and a little less ostentatious breakfast than than what he's mm-hmm. he's been putting putting out lately. Uh, and and Pippa, I would say this is probably the first time you have slept in a quality environment in a very long time. <laughs> uh, Not in like uh, a cot in Baba Yaga's hut or on yeah. the ground somewhere or in a cavern th- with like a bunch of rebel. You know, insurgents oh, or again on the road or in like a sheep herder's hut. Like it's just, it's been too goddamn long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, this is the first time you've had a room to yourself. You actually have the bed is glorious. You, you're able to sleep. It is huge, even for you. Uh, mainly because they're also, you realize, are made to probably sleep dragon kin if dragon kin is guests. So mm-hmm. this is a huge bed. You're, wow, yeah, I mean, wow. you're, it's really drowning in it in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, before going to bed, like Pippa would have reminded Manette to like put that, put make sure that she keeps her gear like on for when her body like assumes <laughs> it's its usual its usual height. Otherwise, she's gonna have tiny halfling armor. Oh, <laughs> she said. She <laughs> says, "Don't no no need to worry. It would resize because of oh, what Capri's it? grace." Wow, it's handy. That it's is very handy. special. That's very. It's uh, made of beetles. <laughs> I mean, that's really exciting. She's like, it's, it's made, made of beetle carapace. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look. Flipping <laughs> cool. It's chitinous. Kiteness. Kiteness. Oh, excuse me. Kiteness. I was not gonna do a correction. <laughs> my not. brain. There, there was a gap in my brain. Going. Wait a minute. That's I've literally never heard that word said out loud before. Well, Logan, the only reason why I leapt on that was because <laughs> during Far Beyond the Stars, we were like every time a Sharon character oh, came up, I would say I would say chitness <laughs> because I've never I'd never heard the word said out loud, yeah. and I think Jess had to remind me yeah. it's chitness like three times before I, I actually it actually yeah. took uh-huh. in my brain. The moment you said. The moment you said that, Logan, I heard I heard in the back of my mind Abby yelling, going, It's kindness, damn it. <laughs> because because after Jess would remind me, I'd be like, God damn it, why are you such a fool? It's kindness. <laughs> 
I did. <laughs> anyway, um, so now I'm really happy that word. I get to correct people about yeah. it now. No, so. thank you. You're welcome. Logan's going to pass it on. Pass on the wealth. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the next morning is uh, Manethar. What about Bayani? What about Bayani? What did he do? Oh, What's his oh. bedtime routine? His bedtime yeah. routine? Um, I think he's just <laughs> flying around his room doing somersaults. <laughs> That's awesome. Just honestly, he's just because I'm at 113 out of 125 health. I didn't really get damaged. I have little burn. He's just maybe he's just talking to himself, pretending to be a mother superior so that he can perfect it. Yeah, I imagine him doing that and holding a bottle of wine the entire time. Oh, yeah, too. He's talking to the head. He's talking to the head of the gold. Oh, I I, I already have a plan for the head in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) <laughs> he, he ties two wine bottles to his hands. He's like wine colleagues. Yeah, so, well, <laughs> you just you 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 just hear some Edward sea shanties Man. sung from his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I just had this moment of like Dune with Harkon Harkonnen when he's up in the is Harkonnen or whatever his name is in the ceiling because he almost got poisoned and yeah the, the Baron the yes ceiling. yes that was so <laughs> except, like that was so that was unintentionally creepy. hilarious oh yeah. really I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was creepy and, and funny. It was very so, creepy, funny. creepy. I, I, more I funny. just imagine that's how you guys find Bayani in the morning. He's just floating in a corner sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up on the ceiling. That was, that was great. <laughs> uh, and and what about, uh, Jess, what about you? Is it is it going to be Manette or Andromeda first thing in the morning? Uh, in the morning, Andromeda awakens. And she immediately, she sits up very alert and sprints over to whatever, like, the nearest door of somebody else is. She's, like, looking around for her party because she wants to make sure everyone's okay. She didn't get any, like, relay about what happened after she left. And the last thing that she saw was Abraxas getting absolutely hammered to crap. So (laughs) um, she's, like, checking around. And then I think she sees because, you know, you said he, like, laid out plates or whatever for people. Um she sees that and she gets like kind of a breath of relief. And then she is just gonna, she's not looking for Abraxas uh, specifically, but she's looking for anybody in the party. So um, I, our, our rooms are all like near each other, right? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a circle room with like, like ro- doors next offshoot to each rooms. Uh, offshoot, offshoot okay. rooms. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just find probably Pippa's door. I don't know. Or whoever. <laughs> It could be anybody. Actually, yeah, I just go to the door to the my to the right of my room Mm -hmm. uh, and knock. And who do I who do I get? (laughs) Oh, uh, you just hear a come in. (laughs) Oh, all right. Um, (laughs) she picks her head in. Oh, it's you. Oh no, you don't see me. What you see is (laughs) you see Argentea in cat form on the bed. (laughs) And then behind the bed, you just see the golem head kind of popping up and down uh, as Bayani is doing a puppet show for oh my Argentea. God. <laughs> and then he pops up instead and says, oh, morning, little one. You're back. Oh, oh, hello. And he's just like making the golem mouth go. Oh. <laughs> my God. <laughs> what are you exactly? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm just. Oh. Argentea was up before Pippa, so I was just making a little puppet show for her, you know, entertaining the babe. And he stands up to his full height, puts down the the golem head. Oh, is breakfast ready? Yeah, you you really like.
like Argentea, huh? Oh, she's she's, she's like the best. She's purring and winding around Bionni's mm. ankles right now. Yeah. <laughs> rubbing Pippa's and... face, rubbing Pippa's mm. cheek against <laughs> his yeah. legs. Yeah. <laughs> picks her up That's and cradles different. her. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> I mean, why Every- wouldn't you look at her face? Oh, yes, yeah, she, she is adorable. Uh, uh-huh. Also kind of just a horrible construct that we all Tolerate. haven't quite bonded with this whole time. But, you know, I'm glad to see someone being nice to her. Oh, yeah, we all have our hang-ups, right? Sure. Mm. Argentea so, says, uh, meow. Yeah. With his so, mouth. <laughs> Uh, what's your name? I don't think oh, I caught it. Right, I don't think we introduced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there wasn't really time. Uh, I'm Andromeda. Nice to meet you. My name is Bayani Mavros. Oh, nice to meet you as well. Mm-hmm. I was a statue. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, where did they find you? In the statue garden. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Does it Andromeda thinking that doesn't really answer my question, but we're gonna roll like, that right completely away. answers the question. <laughs> Rolling right past that. I'll figure it out from them later. I'll get the details. <laughs> um yeah, and then I I guess we're just going into sort of the common room of the rooms. Yeah. This follows you out. <laughs> oh, well, breakfast. So do you have you have the the tattoo, or you know, the mark, the gay ass. Oh, I mean, yeah, I have a gay ass, but I have this yeah, thing okay. too. It holds up. A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll never right not up. do that. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you little rascal. She sets me up. He holds up his uh, snowflake tattoo, and he goes, "Goes, oh yeah, this thing. It's dope, right? You got one too." Yes, yeah. And mine's really hard to see because I'm, you know, very, it's white. White. Yeah, I'm also very <laughs> white. I'm... Yeah, you're like a skull. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of born without, like, any pigment. Oh, see, yeah, we all we all got our hang-ups, huh? Yeah, as Bayani says, skull, Andromeda uh, gets a big, oh, shoot, look on her face and runs back into her room and you just, she's just rustling around in there and comes out holding a skull. <laughs> oh. Um, and she is not paying attention to Bayani anymore. She's just looking at the skull and she's like, Grandma, are you there? I, I, I'm going to let you have it as a one-way conversation with yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. And she's like, oh, thank goodness. I haven't heard. I thought you were, you know, slipping away into the ethereal realm. Oh, uh-huh. Oh. Is that so? Well, um, I've been fine. You know, there's a lot has happened. I wasn't sure how present you were for everything that went on. I sort of went into a gem where, and she's just going to like keep going. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> How's the, Bionni responding to this? <laughs> Bionni is just sitting down and he's eating the eggs and the toast. And he's just watching this all happen, just taking it in. He, you can kind of see him make the hand puppet gestures with his hand as he's getting ideas for the next Argentea play. Oh my but lord! He's just letting her do her thing. She straight up sits down at the table and starts eating, and and like is still nodding mm. and talking to the skull like it's the most That's normal so thing. Awesome. Yeah. 
I think Bionis is me like, does she uh, want some eggs? Oh, she doesn't eat. She's dead. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. <laughs> <laughs> but she said you're a very nice young man for offering. <laughs> oh, thank you. I think Abraxas mentioned uh, a grandma last time. So, you know, oh, respect okay. your elders and all that. Pippa, you walk out to see Bayani talking to the head of the golem and Pip and uh, Andromeda talking to Grandma Skull. <laughs> Maybe like one long, slow blink, but you know, she has seen much weirder, you know, the past few weeks. So she just kind of ties her dressing gown sort of firmly you know, around her and goes and sits down or it's piling eggs, but as she onto her plate, but she, she definitely goes to sit down next to Andromeda and, uh, will sort of touch her shoulder briefly. She sits down to have eggs, wait for her to finish her conversation with her grandmother. Look across the table yeah. at Bayani, just be like, well, you, you kept that. Huh? <laughs> I think in answer, Bayani just, Puts his hand into the golem head and makes the mouth go open and it just says, good morning, Pippa. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And he just goes, yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Argentea loves it, by the way. Well, she just is a big fan of yours in general. I think she probably likes everything you do. I know. We're raising her right. Uh, she's she looks at Andromeda. She looks at uh, Argentea. She's like, she's telling me you put on a a play for her mm-hmm. this morning. Yeah, it's uh, the gallant knight and the wondrous broad. <laughs> Haven't heard of that one. How does oh, it go? It's an, or- it's an original. <laughs> so once there was a gallant knight, he had pecs as big as the sun, and he met a wondrous like broad walking down the street and he said hey you want to go kill some evil things and she said yeah i've already killed seven and then we <laughs> went hand in, and then they went hand in hand and they became a really cool duo and then they blew up the moon yeah, i was gonna jokingly say did you also punch the sun but you <laughs> <laughs> no i was getting there <laughs> oh. blew up the moon huh oh uh, yeah Nice. Now they're dancing on the, the cool, rocks. cool finisher. Yeah. Well, we're it's obviously going to have to get you a second head so that you can effectively do the wondrous broad too. You have two hands. You're going to need both of them. Oh, I know. To do the whole, we'll, we'll kill another golem sometime. I'm sure. Oh, <gasps> his eyes light up. He's like, ah, oh, thanks. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Braxis, I think at this point you start to hear mumblings out in the central room from your soak. You've been soaking for a while. Oh, like, yeah, he's coming out all wake up. all uh the pruny. You know, he'll just grab <laughs> grab a towel, put it around his waist, shake. Well no, he'll shake first, you know, shake, 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 and then put the towel on. He'll also do the the hair towel where you like put your hair and do the little <laughs> little yeah uh, yes swap over twisty towel <clears throat> twisty towel mm-hmm. and yeah he'll he'll come out uh, hey folks morning uh andromeda runs up and gives him a hug and she's because <gasps> she hasn't had a chance to actually greet him oh and she's like, andromeda oh. <laughs> abraxas i'm so glad you're okay yeah we made it and we have a souvenir over there 
um, <laughs> on the table next to the <laughs> jams. Um, that's fine. Uh, yeah, made it. Everything's a little in place. He gives his little abdomen a little push. He's like, ooh, well, I still feel like some bones are clicking right in place, but I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's physical damage from the creature. Ooh. Oh, Lord. Are you, is it the transformation? I I don't know the I don't know if I could put this into words, but the the pulse of this world is off, and I don't know if it's throwing off my cycles. Oh, uh, well, hopefully it's not dangerous for you. Uh, I haven't been this sore since I was a young pup, just uh, learning to walk on two legs. I, I packed a lot of meadow sweet and, and white willow. That's usually good for, um, you know, that's usually good for a rough transformation. I usually carry that around uh, for, you know, the odd, odd transformation here and there. But um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It, uh, there's, again, uh, no damage, just a little, a little crampy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel something's off with my magic, too. But maybe... Maybe this morning's meditation will, I'll, I'll focus on that. I could still hear, I could still hear the will of the world. Uh, just the, I don't know, the wind has a th- weird accent. And then the mountain here is just really loud. It's hard to make out what it's saying. <laughs> That's very strange. I, my magic did also feel odd. Uh, but I, I imagine it's much different when you have to commune with the earth for your magic. Uh, yes, all, all of my powers comes from external sources. Uh, um, hmm. uh, you know, it's just a gift. It's a gift of my devotion, and I'm happy to pray, pay the price. It's just uh, uh, I've been sensitive to areas that are blighted, um, you know, areas oh. of... Um, nature that are are primal but this is this is something a little different i wonder pippa does Hmm? you're you you uh i call upon the storm but you know of course dearest you are the storm or (laughs) how anything odd with how you harness your magics not especially my my magic i mean you know it Aside from sort of the the awkward, uh, I accidentally Andromeda, you didn't see. I was I was I had to shrink Manette to get her to fit through a door, uh, and it, and it just it she ended up my height actually. It was awesome, <laughs> <laughs> but but that that wasn't expected. But I don't know. For the most part, Abraxas, my my powers come from within me, and not necessarily from anything in my environment so they they felt more or less the same i've just i've been seeing some other stuff though and her eyes sort of cut cut over at andromeda andromeda's eyes go a little bit wide at that oh no unfortunately yeah i uh well we didn't really get much of a chance to talk we kind of got thrown straight into a fight as soon as we emerged from that place but are you doing yeah. all right you seemed you seemed like you were in great danger 
Um, well... More than usual. You know, prior to our friend Bayani here joining us, I I did tell you all a little bit about the things that... uh, Oh, how shall I say? Haunt me or something along those lines. It's really hard to know, but... um, You got a glimpse of what gives... Well, not directly. We don't, we're not always connected, but it seems that thing, whatever it is, has imbued me with its essence. At least that's what I've come to understand. I don't know. I've talked a little bit with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, well, his name is Pojo. <laughs> It's very hard to explain. He's something of an emissary for Kepri. I talk, he's my companion when I'm in the gem. We've been training a little bit together, that kind of thing. Um, And I've come to understand that there are people who worship gods and receive their power that way. And then I have simply been, against my will, given my powers. Or so it seems. Um, So they also come from within me in a different way. (laughs) But um, from what I understand, there's not much knowledge about the thing that is watching me. Uh, and so even Kepri doesn't really know much about it. Um, people tend not to look into these things lest they go mad. And yeah, she gives kind of a pointed look at Pippa and she says, are, are you feeling all right? Do you think you're I'm so sorry that I exposed you to it. I d- no, don't worry. You needed help. And that's what, that's what we're here for. And uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really feel any different. I, uh, Ooh, okay. There are just some things out of the corner of my eye. Oh. Just brief, brief flashes of feeling like I'm being watched. But, Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you do get used to it, but I wish you didn't have to. <laughs> She, <laughs> small price to pay, darling, for being able to have you with us. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> awkward silence. No, it's not actually. I think it's probably not awkward in the moment because we're ha- we're all we're all kind of just like warm feelings, mm-hmm. found family back together, and Bayani's yeah. sitting there like. <laughs> like eating, eating his food looking back and forth like i don't know what's going on <laughs> oh once yeah once bayani finished breakfast he just started lounging like on the bench <laughs> and then he just started floating and lounging around the room floating um so he's just kind of drifting the- in the background <laughs> Andromeda does want to apologize. He's, he's like, sorry for all the in talk. I know it's not uh, polite to speak about, you know, things you don't know about in front of you. So my my apologies. Oh no, it's cool. We all got our we all got our hangups. Like I said, we all got our hangups. I think it's the episode. That has to be the episode title. Is we've all got our hangups. <laughs> we all got our hang-ups. <laughs> Let it be recorded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it just has been said too many times at this point. <laughs> well, h- how about you, Bayani? I know your uh, what fuels your 
impressive abilities? Is it, uh, is it just something that comes from within, uh, from without, a uh, little column A, a little column B? Mm. You notice anything <laughs> odd since we've arrived? Bionni floats on over to Abraxas, and then he stands up in front of him. And you're still shirtless, right? Oh, yeah, I'll have okay. the ta- just the towel, just his, yeah. uh, the, the waist towel and the head towel. <laughs> Bionni puts one finger just directly in the middle of your chest, and he, and he says, it all comes from right here. <clears throat> and then when I will it, and he starts putting more finger points on your chest, he says, when I will it, it comes in stronger. Uh, but I have to be careful because if I take too much and I, he starts kind of grabbing at your chest and it becomes a little bit more painful, he says, it could uh, consume me. And then he just makes a fist really quickly and kind of lightly taps you on the peck and says, ha oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, um, yeah, power, some powers like that. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just in me. What can I say? It's got to. Hmm. You got the power that we're is all inside. subject you to. Got the yeah. power. <laughs> it seems we're all subject to a power that may consume us. Uh, as as you all are having your conversation there, uh, you hear you see the two doors open and Biscayli enters. Okay, you all are you ready to to come in front of the council? Well, oh, who's this? Can... Oh, sup, biscuit. Oh, this is uh, uh, Biscayli. Um... One of the... She's a cool dragon person. Okay. <laughs> um... The scaly walks up to you and lifts up her foot. Uh, Andromeda g- just does a head tilt and then also lifts her foot up like, eh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you're doing it right. <laughs> and oh. then uh, they, she taps the side of your foot and puts it down. Where? Why is Andromeda here and not Manette? It's complicated um you see she andromeda un like pulls her dress down her shoulder and there's a like violet gem but unlike manette's which is situated in a birth tattoo she's that of a a scarab that she's always had um hers it has like these veins like a scattering of smattering of veins all around it and they're like completely black (laughs) so it looks really nasty nice Uh, Looks but also awesome. sick as hell. That looks uh, sick. <laughs> sick. Literally. Sick. Literally. <laughs> 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 um, but, you know, this is sort of a, a divine pocket dimension kind of thing. We swap places via this, or maybe more like a portal. It's really hard to say. <laughs> Suffice, to, suffice it to say that they share a bond uh, similar to how you and Ephrixis are, are bound. How is Ephrixis, by the way? Ephrixis uh, is doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Uh, you, get, you see this big smile on her face when you say that, just like including her bonded, basically, partner Aww. with her. And is, is, is a very uh, great diplomatic move there, Abraxas. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Very nice, Angel. Yeah. In fact, you get a plus one on any role diplomacy rolls with the scaly. <gasps> so, <Ooh>. Woo! <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, th- that is uh, that is very interesting. I 
I think I <laughs> does the head dog tilt. Well, uh, well, why don't we uh, go that way? I will. So what will go is the council. You will sit at the table with the council and they will ask you questions. Uh, but I will let you know who they are as they come in. So you can at least be prepared for them. Um, and, uh, and is there, you know, any, is there anything we should avoid? We're, we're not from here. We, uh, for example, we clasp hands. He does like the handshake with, uh, you know, Bayani, the little arm, arm grasp thing. <laughs> um, uh, we know we, we don't, uh, do the foot thing. Well, I mean, now we know how to do it, but is there anything we should avoid? Uh, don't do the hand thing. That's considered very rude. See? It's oh. Stuff like that. A- anything that's else? That's how disease spreads. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Not the fun diseases. Oh, I mean. Actually, Andromeda looks confused. <laughs> but then it dawns on her slowly, but she does eventually get it. Because she's not, I mean, okay, yeah, she's completely innocent <laughs> sort of been away from the world secluded but she's read books all right oh yeah you guys do have an era city porn book so i mean true. <laughs> that's true we she's probably sure rifled through and found that that thing <laughs> you know he was just pod so you know so you all are escorted into a into a large chamber and inside in but i change just a little note for the audience i don't go in my towel <laughs> yeah, uh, no, i i expressly said i was in my dressing gown so i just also want to make sure like braxis and i put on real clothes okay yes. so so yes so comes in and she's like well why don't you all get ready and i'll wait <laughs> i love like uh, are you guys ready to go at braxis is still sitting there like in his towel like, like i was like um absolutely <laughs> here's a plus five diplomacy bonus Hell right here yeah plus five for the hottie with the body <laughs> uh, all right so y'all change and you guys head to the council chamber uh you see instead of unlike the cat oh god what's the name of the town what's the town we started at the name of the town um town town from here uh, shit no the, uh, town in the town in the, the first Taldor. Haldrin? Haldrin. Haldrin. well Taldor. yeah was, yeah Taldor is the country yeah um, oh yeah, yeah. so Haldrin. Uh, bonus hero point for Angel. Uh, oh my god, hero point! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hero point. Write that down. Uh, uh, you know, that's I'm, gonna gonna, be burnt I'm trying soon. to give out more hero points now. Uh, so unlike Heldren, in which the council was set up basically on a raised chamber and overlooked you all, this one you guys, you all are sitting at a table as equals, uh, which you, you know, notice. Uh, Pippa, you would even notice that the chair is designed for your size, but is raised slightly, so that way you are of even height with everybody. I, uh, I She appreciates the consideration. <laughs> Plus one to diplomacy checks against her. <laughs> uh, and as 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 each of the council members come come out, Biscayli explains to you who they are. Uh, the first one is a large, masculine Triaxian man. Comes out. Uh, he uh, he looks very strong, very bulky. He looks kind of like a male version of Manette in terms of bulk. Uh, just like just, just very stout. Uh, and uh, Biscayli goes, "That's Commander Faramal, uh, and uh, he's the one with the eagle, Angel." Oh. 
what do Traxians look like? Are they humanoids? I'm just, I'm trying to remember. They're humanoid, and I'm furry elves. Human, furry yeah, elves. basically furry elves. Their ears are slightly longer, and oh. they have a white fur over their entire body. <gasps> oh, oh, right, because they're then. winterborn. Ooh, mm-hmm. hot then. Ooh, easy mm. on the eyes. Mm, love me some pelt. Next comes <laughs> out a uh, lawful. A lawful neutral, uh, or not, you're, you're not going to <gasps> You're going to tell us our uh, alignments, too? I was like, wow. wow. Oh, we didn't even neutral. have to roll for it. <laughs> Pippa, your diplomacy is that good. You're like, it's just mm-hmm. that good. Tell me your alignment as you come in. <laughs> a female gold dragon king comes out, and <gasps> uh, the scaly goes, that's Amarith, who is bonded with uh, Commander Faramol. By the way, their story is very cute. I'm going to tell you this on the side because oh, it will never come up in the it. game. Uh, they bonded with each other on accident, and he didn't think he was deserving of being a dragon rider. It was <laughs> Amarith convincing him that he was strong enough to be a dragon rider, and <laughs> and uh, that's their that's how their entire basically relationship oh, started. That's very how cute. Sweet. Very cute. Uh, I love that they gave you that story, and I'm very sad that other than me telling you there, it would have never come up in a in, in most likely. <laughs> that's what constantly bums me out about these APs is I'm reading through it yeah. and I'm just kind of like, oh man, that is such a cool story, and there's no way it's going to come up. Like, not a chance. <laughs> cool for me to know. Cool for me to know. I got <laughs> my players. Uh, uh, next up is. Uh, uh, an, uh, a female white dragon king comes out. They are he- heavily adorned in jewelry and carries a masterwork uh, Gusamon. Oh, I got one of those, I think. The, that is that is Calisus. Uh, the next one is a female winterborn Triaxian named, uh, that is Jarlene. You see her eyes are almost white as if she's going blind. She is very, uh, very elderly and ancient uh, looking. Andromeda, you instantly connect as you feel the sisterhood of oracles. Uh, as a fellow oh, oracle, oh, uh, nice. which is, I don't oh, think so you have ever met born. another oracle before. Uh, no. So we're rare. Cool. Even though they're probably definitely not the same gods that are connected to you, you feel the, a kinship there that you've never felt before. Mm-hmm. It just seems to happen naturally. Uh, next up is uh, Nevera, uh, who is a female blue dragonkin, uh, armed with a masterwork glaive and is bonded to uh, Calisius uh, and uh, dresses in immaculate white armor matching the, the, the tone of Calisius, uh, her, drag- her bonded dragonkin. Then next is, this is Thronhill. He is, uh, he is not a dragon rider. He is uh, of the, he commands the crossbowmen. Uh, he is a winterborn Triaxian, a male winterborn Triaxian. And finally, uh, a, another muscular, think, think, uh, think a dwarf only in Triaxian shape, uh, in terms of, hmm. of stoutness. Uh, and he has grizzled body fur. Uh, this is Zusk. Uh, he is bonded with, uh, Hergen, which is, which follows him, which is a male black dragonkin. And then finally, uh, there is Sumira, which is a female winterborn Triaxian, a bonded dragonkin with a dragonkin. Faramo stands up once they're all seated, and, and uh, the Scaly has informed me that you all wish to help us with the recent uh, siege that, that is forming outside our inn. In exchange for an, my two-headed eagle... 
Cola. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was our uh, initial negotiation out there in the road. But, you know, seeing the scale of the army you have out there, we may be looking for something a little more. Oh, you shyster. <laughs> <laughs> but we're open to negotiation. The Drakelins are run by Rex, who is a fearsome opponent for us uh, in his ivory glass tower. We would be open for negotiations, provided my my council members here feel a worth, worthy addition to this. Now, I saw that you had felled our construct that we didn't even know we had until recently. Uh, thank you for discovering that secret, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, you're welcome. Consider it a free sample. <laughs> uh, I did that in one punch, by the way. <laughs> consider this an interview, so to speak, of whether or not we want to bring you on and make sure you are, you know, we have a proud tradition to follow, so we want to make sure that you f- will fit in with us well. Of course, that seems fair. We didn't get a chance to update our LinkedIn profiles. <laughs> oh, snap. Gollum puncher. One punch man by Ani. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a former position. Zuss <laughs> <laughs> speaks up right out of the bank. Why should we trust you all? Did you just appear out of nowhere from the direction of the Drake lands? How do we know you're not spies or somebody intent to cause us harm? I think we all just turned to <laughs> Yeah. I, I was waiting like, to see if anybody well, else wanted to say anything, girl? but I'll, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a fair question. I, uh, I'm afraid I don't necessarily have a great answer for it outside of we are an extremely neutral third party, being as we're not even from this planet, had no prior knowledge of your conflict, and you have something that we very much need to continue our own quest. We are very invested in not betraying you. I'm afraid I can't prove a negative as far as proving we're not spies. We're, we are not spies, but I don't have any like paperwork, I guess, on that. <laughs> Blue Dragon Ken chuckles. Uh, Sus, why do you come out of the gate so harshly at potential allies? That is not a, not a way to handle these discussions. Uh, if they're here to help us, we don't want to offend them so easily. Uh, you said another planet. Uh, I did believe Biscayli did kind of mention something like that. Can you, uh, why don't you tell us your story? How did you get here? Uh, hello, council. And he'll take the time to take a look at all of them in the eye like you do like for presentations, right? Um, I am Abraxas Hillrunner, a druid of the Kodar Mountains from Galarian, the servant of nature. I, I speak on their behalf and follow the path that they set before me. How we arrived here is there is a an evil, an imbalance in our world causing uh, the climate uh, to to go out of balance. We are remedying that and, and defending our own world and in these travels um, have taken us to many different places. This, the farthest that we've been from our home, uh, in order to again protect our world from devastation. Now, how far that danger may reach is unknown to us, but the individual responsible are, are, are powerful witches and 
again, I don't know how far the grass can reach, but uh, they they are a blight to anything natural that they touch. And we are here, of course, to, uh, as my compa- uh, compatriot said, is we are looking for items of magical focus in order to help us defend our world. And you believe this two-headed eagle is one of them? That is correct. What is the... You said items. Is there another one you're looking for? They involve... uh, Yes, the uh, two-headed eagle, um, drinking horn, uh, iron spur, elephant tusk, small hand mirror, perhaps a a bearskin rug. Um, They may seem mundane, but they may have some again, uh, potential magical focus or be of some significance. You know, he uh, <clears throat> clears his throat. Uh, I don't know if they have like glass of water like they do at the like, <laughs> they, they, they <laughs> and like, Senate hearings like you take. <laughs> and uh, we'll just, uh, you know, turn, you know, turn slightly to, to Pippa and kind of like a, I think that was okay kind of look like. She, she like nod, she nods at you like, Good, good summary, Abraxas. Yes. Wow. <laughs> you did. It. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to re- go back to my notes to remember what the Ravens notes translate to. I've been sure always that. putting at least one point in diplomacy as I go in, just kind of continuing his studies. Uh-huh. I have it all the way up to a plus six right now. Damn. I know it's not, very nice. Not a okay. plus fifteen or <laughs> anything <laughs> like that, but I think he started at a negative something. I think he started like a negative two or something. I can't even remember oh, wow. now. Yeah, you gotta, you know, it's like Manette has a certain amount of stealth and it's like plus six, but that's pretty good considering I was all, yeah, I was also at negative. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta build up from below yeah. the ground. You hear, a, you hear a little bit of mumbling and go, well, the tusk and the mirror might be like a considered a looking glass. My guess is your other key is in the ivory glass castle where your axe is whoever placed these items placed them very strategically uh for you have to visit both us and our enemies bases in order to to find what you're looking for maybe naturally Mm. isn't that just like a witch that doesn't surprise (laughs) me at all does the name baba yaga is that is that someone of of note here on your world? That does not ring a bell, unfortunately. Went by a That's probably name. for the best. I myself got this eagle as a as an award for helping out a local village a few years back. Uh, so that was that was their gift to me. Um, hmm. And while I greatly treasure it, I, I treasure the help more. Faramal speaks up. So um, if if we can come to terms here, I, I will be happy to let this go jarlene speaks to andromeda do you have your voices in check oh uh to an extent i've gotten better recently that always comes with time and levels uh (laughs) well uh, yes i'm 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 only um you know i'm only 19 years old so (laughs) well child what brings you on this quest as well like what brings you here well, in large part, uh, I was compelled. We all, quite frankly, are compelled, but with good reason. 
we wouldn't continue to do what we are doing if we did not think it was the only way to to save our world um and potentially other worlds at this point i'm thinking <laughs> well it's nice to see another sister there's not many of us yes i i've i've never met another person who sees the way i see or uh, has the same power this this wiry and balding triaxian stands up and go well, child, and she looks at you. He looks at you, Pippa. Uh, what other demands do you have for our help? Well, sir, my first demand would be that you speak to me as the adult I am. I am thirty-five. Thank you very much, and not a child. So that would be demand number one. Uh, demand number two. Well, what do we, well, what do we want? Like, what am I, what am I asking for everybody? Like, do like for Pippa, Pippa kind of wants money, <laughs> money and money and extra magic items. Is there, money, is there please. money, please? Like money, please. what you, what you um, got? Well, um, he'll look to Pippa. Well, our, our journey is, is perilous and we encounter many strong enemies, such as the creature, you know, in your dungeon the many uh, uh your enemies which we vanquished on our way here relatively with ease um but that is because we uh prepare and arm ourselves to decimate our foes which those can be your foes um i believe spoils of war would benefit us uh, to continue our our quest and endeavors to restore balance and stop these great evils and um, perhaps stop the evil that is uh, again your your mm-hmm. enemy. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I add on one thing real quick? <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I, oh, thank you. Uh, if any of you have anybody good with memories, I'd like some help with that too. There's some things loose up here in Monoggin. Just throwing that out there. Right then. So thank you. Then that would be access to any equipment we need to get the job done, as well as uh, any anyone who specializes in memory blocks to work with Bayani mm-hmm. here. Uh, in addition to she gestures at the two-headed eagle. And of course, that also depends on what exactly you want us to do. I just realized we never actually asked that. The price may change depending on what the nature of the mission is. As you can see outside, they are gearing up for an attack. And we believe they may have some way to get past our defenses for the first time in thousands of years. And we don't know what that will look like. We just know we need to be ready for when it happens. In terms of gear, we don't have much to offer you given to our soldiers and our guards in waiting. Um, but we will more than happy to provide, well, assortment of gems and gold and rubies of 10,000 worth up to 10,000 for your help on top of Cola, my two headed eagle. Uh, oh if you are so willing to help us with this. And I need you, uh, roll me a diplomacy angel and Pippa. 
Logan and Jess roll to see if you can give them a plus two. Okay. okay. Ooh, okay. I got a 21, so I do aid. Aid to With my plus one, I get a 19. So I also <laughs> aid. 22 was the, the total. Okay, plus um, the two from, from Jess. So that, oh, or from Andromeda. So with Bionni's assistance, that's a 25 from Pip. Okay. So it looks like the Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the show. If you can't get enough of the FWP crew, we recommend connecting with our fantastic community. You can do so by joining the conversation on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. Want even more of the FWP? Uh, we produce two other actual play podcasts, Far Beyond the Stars, our space opera featuring the Fly Free or Die space. Adventure Path, which the new season has just recently started up. So I recommend you go give that a listen. Woo! Or you can listen to our Patreon-exclusive content podcast, The Greatest Show on Earth, featuring the Pathfinder yeah. 2E Extinction Curse Adventure Path. To find more about that podcast today, join at fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin Prime, your hijinks of hijinxer. Uh, you can find me at Dustin Alexander on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Abby, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine. This is Angel. I can be reached at Espinoza916 on the Sokiel Media. It's Jess, body swapper extraordinaire. You can find me at Hank the Clank. And this is Logan. You can find me at MainMan08. Theme song was composed and played by Amy Honkinson. Thank you, Sirenscape, for your sound effects and music. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and spread the words to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission. We're professionals. So professional now. It's funny that you say that, Dustin, because I'm playing with friends who like are new to TTRPGs and they're like, I want to be a psychic person, so I'm gonna use intuition for everything. It's a different game. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, just use fucking perception to look <laughs> at things. It's like, do I intuit that there's a shop? I'm like, just look with your eyes. <laughs> Your eyeballs can yeah. there's a shop sign right there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Jarlene 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 J A R I L and Jarlene 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 don't you uh, take my dragon right away from me. Oh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, Smooth. <laughs>